Broadcasting to the world from South Jersey, this is Anything Goes with Phil Rossi and J.J. Golick. A weekly podcast with different topics every week. The views and opinions on this show are entirely those of the hosts, guests, and callers. And do not necessarily reflect the views or opinions of any businesses or organizations mentioned during the show. And now, it's Anything Goes with Phil Rossi and J.J. Golick. Yo, yo, what is going on? My name is Phil Rossi alongside my partner in crime. That is J.J. Golick. This, of course is anything goes jj what's up another day in paradise my friend yes sir yes sir how was your saint patrick's day it was good i mean i'm italian so i kind of just skip over everybody's irish on saint patrick's day yeah not me but uh damn it's all right like it's cool i mean i don't really rock with the green too much but nah you know except the eagles you know yeah i hear you here and there yeah we bleed green if you're you're an eagles fan i mean saint patrick's day it's it's high it's just an excuse for everyone to get drunk and hammered and it's fun but whatever Patrick's day at least it's um you know, I don't want to call it. I mean, I guess it is a holiday, but it's like the day before now Thanksgiving. That's like just an excuse to like, you know, Thanksgiving. Let's Eve, get like, shit faced and have a good time. Yeah, right. Any excuse to drink, but people co- needed it this year. You know what I mean? True. More out, than ever. Coming out of COVID, I get it. Uh, today, my friend, we're talking about Toys R Us. Remember that place? Oh my God, do I ever! It was it was the like, best place at Christmas time. Now Toys R Us closed back in. I uh, went bankrupt in 2017. Yeah. And you know, driving around here in New Jersey, I still see a lot of the Toys R Us signs, and then you go past it. It's kind of, you know, kind of sad because the store is a little like, depressing. Yeah, it's you go past and it's obviously closed and desolate and dirty. Um, but according to this article here from uh, hypebeast.com, I don't know how credible this source is, but uh, new Toys R Us owners are planning to reopen physical stores in the U.S. Now, they've been saying this. I feel like for a while now. Because Toys R Us is still available online, correct? It is still avail- available online. A lot of their, uh, you know, you'll place the order online at, you know, ToysRUs.com. But, but why why place it through Toys R Us if you don't have to? Yeah, and, and I think a lot of, honestly, a lot of the, the stuff is being fulfilled by Amazon. So, like, you're, sure, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, you're placing it through them. But, you know, again, like, without actually having the physical store there, it's kind of like out of sight, out of mind. The only time I really go to a store, and a lot of times I'll go to a store to kind of window shop and put my hands on it, you know, kind of thing. And I think that's, uh, you know, and if they do bring back Toys R Us, it's not going to be all the stores that we had before. And it's not going to be, they're probably going to have way less. I don't know, though, because uh, in closer to New York, they did have a mall that had a tiny uh, store inside the mall, kind of like an old like KB Toys. Yeah, uh, yeah. And it was like, you know, it was Toys R Us technically, right? But, but the selection was like nothing. I mean, like a couple Nerf guns, a couple board games. It was more just, let's just put this here because it has a Toys R Us name. But right. from what we remember, these are big, huge Target-like stores full of just toys. And at the holiday time, you had stuff on the floor, on pallets, and all this other crap. And it was... You know, it was a dream. You had all your different sections, you know, age groups. You had your toddlers, your infants. Uh, boys, girls. Uh, you, you, could, you had bikes. your electronics. Yeah. I remember, I think I actually ended up getting a bike or a scooter from there one year. And I remember it was funny because a lot of times, you know, the parents, if they're trying to be secretive, one of the parents will sneak away and 10 minutes later come back and you're not allowed to look in the trunk, you know? Yeah. <laughs> it's- and, and according to this article here, uh, you know, toy sales are way up this year. So the people that still, I mean, Toys R Us still technically, even though they went bankrupt, they still own uh, 900 locations throughout the U.S., which is why they're thinking about uh, coming back. And you know, obviously, you know, toy sales are, are still big. People are still buying them online. I think the one uh, thing that's missing that you can't, if you can't go to the store, like you can't right now with Toys R Us, is like you said, you can't 
uh, touch the tool. You can't see it in person. I think if they br- they brought back the stores in a different capacity, it would still work. I mean, you have to have Jeffrey the giraffe there. You have to have the kids seeing the Hot Wheels go, and you know the kids being able to ride the bikes because that's a big thing, especially the big for Connects roller coaster. My dad and I actually put one together, and those things you, know, you see them in store, they're a bitch to put together. Right, <laughs> but they are once you get it up. It's pretty damn cool. Yeah, if you if you I really believe if you had a good uh, you know retail sales team of people that were knowledgeable about the toys can show the kids and again for kids have an interactive staff at that matter right. maybe pay the staff a little bit more right ha- instead have of maybe just not, ten dollars an hour or something instead of having forty five employees have twenty five employees that like you, that actually like their job and you know what I mean and they're basically like a big kid and they want to and the other thing is too so, so like you Phil I I, I worked at Toys R Us. Did you? I, I literally worked at Toys R Us, and, and to be honest with you, I've had a lot of different jobs, and I loved working there. Uh, I mean, I, re- I worked in the uh, remember the it was the R Zone, the electronics department. Oh my god, yeah, and that was know, my place. Yeah, and it was like you know you'd have all the games, the game the systems. portable. The remember the portable where, DVD player? Yeah, where you can yeah. It was like I think it was a Disney one or something like that. It, they were like blue for the boys and pink for the girls. We and, had so many like there was so many like uh, different things like you could literally play the the Nintendo and you could play yep. the PlayStation and you could try it out there and you know it's it's not the same like Target they have a couple aisles it's not even the same. GameStop now like GameStop is GameStop is the, like is like like desolate like there's tumbleweeds blowing in little tiny they don't have anything in there anymore no it's, it's, like uh, you used to line up outside of GameStop to to get the new set now oh let me pre-order it on Amazon let me pre-order it on PlayStation.com or Xbox you know whatever it is right. Let me pre-order it online. It'll be shipped to me. I don't have to wait outside right. and, anymore. And, and, you know, Target, Walmart, other stores that have, uh, you know, stores like Barnes & Noble and BAM that have picked up a couple toys and a couple sections. There's just no comparison to the way toys are. I mean, literally, it was like a warehouse of just stuff. I mean, and, and you know, uh, Mattel and Hasbro and these places that make a lot of toys now are just exclusively online. And, again, think about it from a kid's perspective. When a kid is crying or it's a birthday even though Amazon with two-day shipping, it's still something different to go in and the kid wants the toy now. Get them a Toys R Us gift card is a lot different than get them a Walmart gift card. Right. You're sending them to, like you said, the big toy factory. It's like the yeah. Willy Wonka chocolate factory right. for toys. And and I think what happened was over time, you know, the stores, they didn't really, um, you know, they didn't fix them. They didn't update them enough. But again, if you had... A target size store. That Imagine the technology now. And nice. And you had a great staff. And you could have, like, it, it would be like, let me be honest with you, like, me and you would go. I, I think we would do a live broadcast from there. Like, it, it would be fantastic. Like, I'm still a, a kid at heart. Like, I'll, I'll be 33 in so, September. But, I think that'd be really cool. And you could, maybe we'd even get jobs there. Who knows? Like, like you know? I literally worked there and I literally worked there like part time again. You would? I would. I mean, it just, it was such a, a cool environment. Yeah. You know, I mean, for me, it was and just... And when the latest, greatest toy came out, you were able to see it firsthand, usually, because they would always have it. Yeah, they... At they, least a display item, they had it. Yeah, Toys R Us, I mean, it, it was always, you know, as time went on, it got a little bit less and less, and people were like, oh, I can get it online. I think if, if they had That's more, exactly what happened, though. The online thing kind of just took over. Right, because what happened was, it was kind of like the same thing that happened with Best Buy. People would go to Toys R Us, physically see it, touch it, see it. All right, yeah, Amazon's got it five bucks later. I'll just get it for you later at home, and they'll ship it to me for Fucking free. Fucking Amazon. Yeah. <laughs> so, they ruin everything. So that's really what it was. I mean, Toys R Us... Uh, 
you know, they should have been more ahead of the game. They should have been thinking like, okay, people, they should have been price matching. So you already have people in the store. So let's say, okay, we see Tickle Me Elmo, he's $32, right? The kid wants it there. The kid's crying, please, please, mommy, I want Tickle Me Elmo. She's like, oh shit, let me go on her phone. Let me see what Amazon's got Tickle Me Elmo for. She pulls up, Amazon's got it for 28 Toys R Us right there should say, listen, we price match. So now- I'll give it to you for 27 Yeah, this guy thinks he's at the Berlin Mart, but- <laughs> But shit. <laughs> but you know what I mean? If they would price match, then Toys R Us would get that sale. So why would you not match it that's for a couple I, dollars less? And that's what Best Buy did. Target, Target's doing it. I know when I worked there, I was covering electronics. And probably if I made 30 sales that day, 25 were price matched. Right. That's what I mean. It, and and you have to. It's unbelievable. But that's the thing. They A lot of people will order it online. I was in fulfillment as well. And the amount of online orders, there were certain things like the uh, the new Oculus that mm-hmm. everyone was, and the uh, Nintendo Switch, we were not selling them at Target in-store. You could not. You could pick it up in-store, right. but you had to order it online. So it's that kind of stuff that's like encouraging, go buy it online, go buy it online. And sometimes, you know, depending, and I always think it's a little bit different, right? If it's a TV and it's for your new place, you might have a couple weeks to order online and wait for it. But then there are other times where, Say I want you, it now. Say you want an 85-inch TV and the Super Bowl is tomorrow. If you can't, you know, you go to Best Buy because you want it now. Say you get invited to a, a late birthday party. And you're like, oh, shit. Like, you know, and Target, again, two aisles is not enough. You go to Toys R Us and there's 20 aisles and they would just have a section of like three, three aisles, just Toy Story, just dolls, just electronics. You know, remember that whole back wall in the R zone? I used to stock it. It was all like three cases of xbox 360 games mm-hmm. and then we would have the used games and then you would have all the different candy and then halloween costumes and stuff for the pools and you know in the summertime which now again yes you can find it online but sometimes i just want it i have this problem no matter what products um you're looking i had for it today, yet, i had it last night you can never i mean today i get it like it's a lot of money to operate brick and mortar everybody's going online but there are still sometimes where i'm like man these stores Never have anything because, you know, supposedly it's too much to carry it and stock it. But if you need anything quick, we have the same problem when we DJ, right? We might need a, a quarter-inch cable. Before you go to Radio Shack, they'd always have it. Radio Shack like, was my savior. Yeah. And now let's – where do you go? I mean – Amazon. That's like – or uh, – Guitar if, Center maybe? Sam Ash. Like, but, and, and they're not everywhere. I mean, they're very no. few and far between. We're very lucky to have one around the corner from us. But what if they close tomorrow? And they, and they We're could. screwed. Yeah, there's nowhere to like, oh, shit, I need a cable. And everybody's like, oh, well, and, just get on Amazon. I get it, but fucking Amazon's going to take no, three days. Fucking Amazon will tell you three days and not show up for a fucking week. Correct. And then blame it on you. And then say, oh, it wasn't us. It was we, we ship it through USPS, so I'm yeah, sorry about that. And, but. Yeah, we, and they don't give a shit. They don't care. You can chew them out all you want. They don't care because they still got your money and the joke's on you. And there's you. nobody even really to talk to. They don't really have a you know, great customer service as it is. So I would, uh, you know, I would like to see Toys R Us come back in some capacity to at least have those big stores again. And they could really, again, with the right management and the right people in place and the right CEO, they could really make it, uh, you know, a pretty cool experience. They can make toy shopping great again. Yeah, Yeah, they could. I mean, I I always liked, uh, I mean, when I used to work there, when I first, probably like, I would say like 10, 15 years ago, I was probably like 17, 18 years old. Wow, you were young. Yeah. Young, Back when you were young. Young and dumb. So yeah. when I was there at like 17, 18 years old, I mean, it got so, and this was before a lot of people shopped online. Like I remember at Christmas, like they would hire us, you know, just seasonal. So you would start 
maybe September, Octoberish, and then get ready. But I remember like November, December. I mean, like these stores were mobbed, like yeah. absolutely just like 300 cars in the parking lot. I mean, I would work 10, 12 hour days, and it would felt and felt like I was there for like maybe an hour because it was literally nonstop. And then you know. After I worked there for a couple of years, they gave me the keys to like, you know, the R zone. So then all the little seasonal people would come in and I would just go get the games out of the case, bring them up to the front. Uh, you know, it, it was just, it was actually a pretty fun job. Yeah. See, I think I would like it there, especially if the right management's there, you get to be more interactive and talk about if you're passionate about it. That's why I always liked an electronics department. Right. But, you know, it's different than working, you know, maybe like in a supermarket, you know, I mean, toys, especially uh, you, more tomato sauce. Yes. Yeah. It's just it's a supermarket. Have your spaghetti. Right. It, it is. what It's like a necessity where like people would come in and they would talk about toys. What do you mean you don't have eggs? And and if you're if you're into video games or into toys or in the collecting, it's definitely the spot for you because then people want to come in. And, you know, and, and their kids, you know, it's just, it's a, it's a, it's better than Mickey Mouse Clubhouse. Come inside. It's fun inside. Yeah. We love Mickey Mouse Clubhouse though. We do. <laughs> M-I-C-K-E-Y. M-I-C-K-E-Y. Yeah. You're right. M-O-U-S-E. Yeah. Yeah. I just had to check to make sure you were, you were make good. Make sure I'm right. Mm-hmm. What other but, stores though? So I was thinking about other stores we went to. Uh, the big one for me is Blockbuster. Yeah. And it's, we're, now we're 10 years apart. Yeah. But it's only been... I'm, I'm going to say about let me my brother and I are, went out of business. My brother and I are seven years apart, so I'm going to say it's been around there because he was he's born. He's seven years older? No, he's seven years younger. Okay. I'm 22. He's going to be 16 in July. Uh, but I believe he was only a few years old when they were officially done. So it says here that the Blockbuster seized operations on September 23rd, 2010. Yeah, that would be right because he was born in 05. That's about eleven. So he years had ago. a he had a few, a few years where we he got to experience Blockbuster, and that was the thing. Like on Friday nights, we would go to the diner, get dinner, and then run across the street to Blockbuster, get a movie, and do a family movie night. And it was so cool. And I remember my parents always stressing out, "Don't lose the DVD, right? Because then we got to pay for it." And that was the DVD. I remember going uh, when I was young, and we were renting VHSs. Yeah, they actually still had a few when I would go there, but the DVD was really starting to Right, that was like the new, that was the new thing. And now look, it's streaming, Netflix. Like who would have thought of Netflix? Well, that's the thing. It, this what always bothered me about Blockbuster. Uh, again, the management wasn't thinking ahead. I mean, you kind of, you know, you got to have people that understand the way, you know, things are moving. So, right, you had VHS Blockbuster could have done like those red boxes. They could have they, Something they like where you get a code. If they had forward-thinking people and people that had their finger on the pulse, they would have been able... Because you already have the the name, the brand. People know movies. They think Blockbuster, VHSs, DVDs. They started doing video games. Uh, they already had that. But, you know, they were They, they were cocky. had snacks. Yeah, that was great. Like, they would have the... Remember the Blockbuster, uh, the popcorn bucket? Yeah. They that was, had, that was the, my shit. I would put, like, the goobers, the milk duds. They had the Willy Wonka bars. Remember that? Yeah. And that's what I mean. Uh, again, it was a uh, it was a cool experience. Now you also have to take into consideration at that time you didn't have Netflix and streaming options. So again, th- the reason it was easier for them to operate because it was either there or you just went to the theater or you didn't watch it. Or you went to Hometown Video, right? Or Hollywood Video, right? Those those were it. But they were making money too, which is Blockbuster was the was the big was the big one, right? But you know it was cool to get, go in and get the Blockbuster card. The other thing I also uh, remember is. You know how like now, like say it's a movie that is not on a streaming service or 
Nobody mentions it to you. You might miss it. The cool thing I always thought about Blockbuster was you can kind of walk around the store. Oh, I'd like to see that. Yeah, and then you... Pick it up, read the back. Yeah, and you look at the pictures or the description, and it would catch your eyes, so you might see it. Now, if it's a movie, old movies, 60s, 70s, even 90s, if, if you don't know what it is, if you're not a pop culture person, if you're not a movie person, you might not even have heard of Die Hard or Terminator or... Right. You know, you may miss it. And you may love it or would like it if you saw it, but because you don't see the cover or it's not one of the top 100 movies streaming on Netflix that they make you watch, you, you right. might miss it. They so, control, you know, what you see. Yeah, I mean, you could come across it, but again, I don't know. There's always something cool about it. And some movie you would just like, I don't know, some shit. Like, I remember walking in, me and my brothers and my dad would go in, and we would... When we were younger, we would walk around the whole store and we'd always come back to Back to the Future, this part two. Because when we were younger, like, that was... A, so he would be like, guys, here's the new release wall and maybe we'll try a scary movie tonight. And we would walk around and we have, like, three different options and we'd be like, ah, Dad, I think we decided on Back to the Future again. And he's like, okay, Back to the Future again. God damn it. <laughs> and, yeah, we, you get the popcorn and stuff, but it was a, it was a nice experience. And I, there's still a blockbuster open in uh, Oregon. It's the last blockbuster. Is that the one where you can stay overnight... I don't Did know. you see that? That it's. I don't yeah. know. Can you stay overnight? There was one that they opened. It's and I believe they said it was the last one. And it's like they turned it into a, like a you stay overnight and you can watch movies and. And the and the cool thing like remember. Like, remember just, like, the unique smell of walking into the Blockbuster? It did have that unique smell. You know, You're like, right. I don't know if it was, like... <laughs> How do you VH describe that? I don't know. Like, you you know, that's the cool... The one Dust, cool, dirt. <laughs> it was, like... I don't know if it was, like, the VHS tapes and the DVDs and the mixture with the candy. It just had that smell. Like, if we were able to get that smell back now, you'd be like, oh, shit, it smells like Blockbuster. Right. Right? Like, it's something cool about it that you're like, I don't know. Like, we it's can't like when explain you go to it. grandma's house. You go to grandma's house. Grandma's house has grandma's house smell. Right. Your house, I go to your house, Phil's house has Phil's house right. smell. Right. And Blockbuster <laughs> had, had its certain, like, smell. You're like, you know, you know you're in Blockbuster. And it was cool because as soon as it hit you, you, you felt it. Right. Like, I don't right. know if it was like the shelves. Like, who'd help me? But the cool thing is, it had to be something unique because everyone had the same smell no matter where you went to. Mm hmm. Uh, and then. You know, you'd have like the, I remember the one in uh, in South Philadelphia where I grew up, they had the big, huge, like, you know, the, the movie ticket sign. Yeah. I, I think it might actually still be there. I don't, I don't know if they've taken it down yet near um, where Tony Luke's is. On, right. On Oregon Avenue. But uh, I don't know. Like, there are some stores that I miss. I mean, Toys R Us is one. Blockbuster's one. Uh, remember Borders Books? Yes. They used to be in the mall. And that, you know what? And even the one that's still like Barnes & Noble, they're even starting to go out. Yeah, and Barnes & Noble, I've noticed, I was in there a couple weeks ago, and they still have, they have, like, records, they have DVDs, they have, I mean, obviously, Records books are, are coming back. Yeah, I mean, I have a record player myself, and I have, and I do have records, but... For I, me, I have to be in the mood to pull out the record yeah. player, put it on, like, Hillary does that. She has a record player with some of her favorite albums and stuff, and they're all new artists. That's what makes me laugh. It's not like they're old-time artists. No. It's freaking Harry Styles that I can't stand. <laughs> Post Malone has one. Now, I like Post, but they're all new artists. Like, what are right. you doing on a record? Because it's coming back. Everyone's thinking, I mean, oh, I got to have an album. I mean, it's cool, I think, because I, I always like the, uh, you know, that's of the of the record player when it plays. Oh, yeah. I mean, now, I'm the opposite of Hillary. She's obviously younger than me, but, like, if I'm listening to new music, 
Like I have one of those big Crosley players, an expensive one where you have record, it can play records, it plays CDs, it plays cassettes, it's a Bluetooth yeah. and it's a radio. It's uh, all in one. Uh huh. And I have like I have like Bee Gees records. Oh yeah. You, know, you like, want to like, listen to like that? I like like sometimes if I'm like in Bee Gees, I'm like I could play it off my phone, but I was like, let me just take because there's something I don't know. Like I guess it's like the same thing going in the Blockbuster, or going to the Toys R Us. There's something cool about well, even if playing you, the record. Think about it, if you have the mono version too. Like there's a lot of music where if you can get the mono version which are hard to get right that you got to play on a record player yeah i mean unless you're going to go take the time and i know a guy that did all this like he would do a show right um and it, it was really cool to listen to the different versions that they would have right. but there's nothing like if you got that rare record that's right. a mono version of something like the beatles or some shit yeah like yeah. don't don't fucking play it on your phone play it on the record player like show that shit off and it's nice and it's nice too I think, you know, it looks nice, like, in a house, like, if you have a record player. And it's also nice to, you know, it, it's fun to build a collection. That's the one negative I see to streaming and Apple Music and My parents Tidal used and, to have a CD rack. Right. As I, soon as you, now, you know how many times we'd hit our heads on it? Yeah. But it was cool to look at. Yeah, I collected dust, but guess what? It looked freaking cool. Yeah, you have to. And, and today, I mean, there are a lot of people. I mean, I'm this way with, like, uh, you know, I have my old, like, Nintendo 64 and Dreamcast system set up. I also have... Uh, I've been, you know, I got rid of a ton of DVDs, but then lately there's a couple movies that I've, even like old Disney movies that I want to see, and I'm like, it's not on Disney+, Plus, it's on no streaming platform, now you can't get it, now the price, like I had to buy this DVD the other day, $15, I had to get it on eBay, because nobody has it, so you can't stream it, because none of the platforms are streaming it, so now, before DVDs, oh, nobody wants some of their shit, they're a dollar, now let's actually work in the opposite, same thing with the albums, where, yep. like, uh, if you're looking for albums, Goodwill's a great place to go. They have a ton of them. And sometimes you can you can find some like great finds of, yeah, you of, can. of like, you know, awesome albums that if you got the time to kind of sift through and look through them, you can find some you can find some nice things. I would love for them to bring back like the old music shops that they used to have. I know there's Tower the, Records is one that went out. Yeah, like those kind of there's nothing like going in there. Oh, you know the other you know? one? Um remember in the mall Sam Goody? Yeah. Sam Goody used to be like that. I used to think Sam Sam Goody was so cool because you can go in and say like a new album came out. You, at this time, I think Sam Goody, they had uh, CDs. And right. they would have like the little listening section. Mm-hmm. And you'd be able to go in and like, you know, listen to a couple of the tracks. That's the thing. Like, and, then you, and then you'd buy the CD, which is like, man, I kind of missed that. There's a store in the Morristown Mall that tries to just do stuff like that. And it just doesn't work. It's not the same vibe. It's not even close. Yeah, like, they're it's, not doing it right. You have to have that nostalgic feeling and you can't and i think it would be cool like again this is again toys r us has the opportunity to you know if you play because you know for me nostalgia really like that hits home for me like old video games Phil and i are going to open up a big mall and it's going to have all this nostalgic shit in it. Yeah, I mean... Like, we're going to have a Toys R, a big Toys R Us. We're going to have a big video <sighs> store. We're going to... You know what would be, be uh, so cool? I mean, buying a mall would be obviously difficult. But, like, maybe, like, store by store. Like we Fuck would, it. Take the Voorhees Town Center. That place is already being held up by Boscovs. Or the Hamilton Mall, too. That's what I'm uh, saying. So... You know, how Save cool, them all. Yeah. How cool would it be to have, like you said, like, you know, DVD, kind of like Sam Goody Tower record vibes. And then, like, let's do... Old school arcade. Yeah. Fucking arcade would be awesome. And then we could we could work in, like, say we have, like, the play area and we do, like, you know, live Double Dare, Legends of the Hidden Temple shit going on. You could freaking do, uh, like, Family Feud and What's the Pyramid. You could do, like, where they families can come in. Yeah. You can like, do, like, birthday parties. You can have a skating rink, a skate uh, park. Woo! Freaking, like... Phil, I'm telling you, 
Phil and I are announcing this fucking <laughs> genius plan. It, it, it would be, and again, you, you would obviously need a ton of money. You would need a lot of capital. But but I do I do That'd believe be kick ass. it would be. I mean, again, the arcade, the toy store, the D, and again, it wouldn't be like. Uh, it would be new stuff, but it would be entertaining. It would be well, great. Some old be- stuff too. Yeah, I think yeah. it would. I think that'd be a requirement to have, or at least have. You know, in the case of Blockbuster, have some VHS tapes hanging on the wall. Hey, kids, this is what we used to have to do. Yeah, right. I, I mean, you know, and it's even hard today. Like, you really can't find, uh, you know, VCR. Like, like even Best Buy doesn't sell VCRs anymore. Nah. You would have to buy them on eBay, and they're old. But I don't know if. You know, I guess I guess if you don't if you didn't grow up with that stuff, it probably doesn't mean anything to you. But for me, like I look at it like let's display it because it's kind of cool to have like, you know, maybe a VCR. I'm not saying you use it all the time, and I'm and I'm all for uh, paying homage to the old cool shit. But then also like like I stream, we use Spotify and Tidal and all this new oh, stuff God, and yeah. and laptops. But then it's also cool to sometimes like pop in a cassette. Or, it's nice to be able to disconnect from your, you know electronic cell phone and ipad where people can reach you and not yeah, you know you put on the record player you ain't reaching me through the record player right and and the record <laughs> player is cool because we have a tendency or at least i do and i think most people do is we listen to one song and then it's so easy to search for something else the cool thing i like about the record player not only is that awesome fucking as it fucking plays but but it's also the fact that I just started at the at the first track and it just keeps rolling and I listen to all the music. And they're cooking some dinner, you know, yeah, jamming. You're not, and you're not worried about oh shit, let's put on nineties. Let's let's oh I want to hear this song. Like there's something about just letting it roll mm-hmm. that obviously is lost today because it's so easy to just go to the next thing. Or cut the song halfway through, like, all right, I heard the verse in the chorus, now we're changing. Right. You know, there's something about like you just I mean, I guess the radio's like that, where they basically are the DJ for you. Like they just play the music and you just listen to it. Sometimes right. it, it, it's it's a lot of work sometimes to always be playing the next song or let's transition to this. Oh, shit, let's look. Especially us as DJs because in our head we're going, oh, my God, if you go from Maroon 5 to fucking Celine Dion, you're like, what the fuck just happened? <laughs> right, yeah. Like- so And maybe because we do it that it's nice when we don't have to. Like the record just plays or the radio station just plays the music. I feel like... I don't have to worry about what's coming up next. Or I don't, sometimes, because we get paid to do it, I don't want to have to play DJ while I'm cooking uh, spaghetti. You know? Right. <laughs> you know what when I mean? When you like, cooking for me. Yeah, I mean, listen, I mean, I, I do make my own my own pasta. I got my own pasta. Make. I'm in there cranking. Do you? Uh, yeah, I'm in there cranking. See, I like doing that kind of stuff. It's yeah. fun. Well, even that. Listen, is it easier to buy the pre-made um, rigatoni? Of course it is. But there's something about... It tastes fucking better <laughs> when you cook it yourself. But though. yeah, and there's also some... There's also something to say about when you literally get the dough, the egg... The olive oil, and you mix it all together. You can't and, even put seasoning in it. Like, I know some people that yeah. will, like, season it a certain way, and it'll give it a nice, you know, and, and, little taste. And you also feel different about yourself when you're done. Like, you, like, literally from scratch, like, made your dinner. There's there's something different about you that. You a true Italian. Yeah, I mean. Let me tell what, you. What can I say? Let me tell so, you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but, yeah, there's there's a lot of cool things. I think, we like, more episodes, we should start, like, talking like nostalgic stuff like kind of going back and you know so if anybody's listening like what, what's some cool things he did in the 90s or the 80s depending on when you're born or when you grew up like i was a 90s baby you were a technically i'm a 90s baby you're born when 98 so but, but, i got like the tail end of but you grew up in the 2000s like that's your childhood yeah like i don't remember anything in 98 but we still had like the vhs we still had yeah. all that i remember rec- trying to record songs off of the radio with a cassette tape. Yeah, me too. My dad teaching that was me that. Awesome. I was like, this is the greatest fucking thing. And and the cool the cool thing about that, I remember 
I forget. It the was, DJ gave you a shout out. Yeah. Now, now when Phil gives us a shout out, you know, we just he's like, oh, well, whatever. screen record it. Yeah, whatever. It's no big deal. Or uh, Phil, when you do that break, I just want you to record it for me. Yeah. So <laughs> I remember, I think it was, uh, you know, Will Smith, Miami. The song had just came oh out. Oh my God, that's my fucking jam. And I love that song. And I, I was always obsessed with like, you know, getting jiggy with it, Miami. You can't, that album was fucking amazing. <laughs> and I remember the DJ, like... The cool thing is about when you had to record it onto the cassette is you had to be like really tuned into the radio waiting for it because you never knew when it was going to pop up. And the DJ would say, uh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Miami. So when this came on, I was like, we got to record this onto the cassette. And you would wait because the record wouldn't always play. Like you would have to wait for the DJ to put it on for you. Mm-hmm. It's not like now. It's all automated. Mike, come on at the top yeah. of the hour. <laughs> This song just puts me in such a good mood. It does. It just. I remember I sent you a Snapchat the one day, and you're like, "That's my fucking shit." <laughs> it is. It's 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 always a uh, it's always a definite go to. Like Will Smith window. just has that vibe about him. It was always just fun, clean, just like you know, bop your head to a kind of music. Like it's not it's not too intense. There's not some over ridiculous message. It's just. It's just fun music, you know what and, I mean? And he like, doesn't—he's not vulgar either. Like a lot of the shit today is just some of it, you know. He got wop, yeah, and shit like that. You know, uh-huh. wet ass pussy. I'm gonna yeah. take my mom to the back and beat her. And yeah, it's like uh, whatever. I'll fuck these hoes. <laughs> and, like what? Mo Bamba. Like what yeah. is this? Yeah. You you watch a video of it, and he, you know, he's on stage at this festival, and he doesn't even know the fucking words to his own song. Yeah, no, he doesn't even because the problem is he was just making a bunch of noise, and, and I, then all of a sudden you hear fuck shit, bitch. I'm like, what the? What was? Yeah, that? I mean, what was that? It, it's not. <laughs> it, it's not. I don't know. It's just not fun to me. Like I mean, Will Smith. You know, again, I grew if up. If I can see Will so. Smith. Done. We're going. Yeah. Like we're going. Yeah. Not hundred percent. Like I would definitely go with him and, you want, uh, you and wanna, DJ Jazzy Jeff too. Spinning. You want to talk about like nostalgic? I don't know if you uh, remember Andrew Dice Clay. Mm-hmm. Zach and I are going to see him on Saturday. So he. Yeah, that's, that's, that's he awesome. like was a pioneer for shit you don't say. He's right. kind of like a Howard Stern, if you will, for the com- the the comedy world. You know, right. he you know he would say shit and people would go, "Are you kidding me?" Yeah, and he's another one where it's like, just say, you know, it's nostalgic. People love nostalgic because it brings him back to a time of like your childhood, of innocence, of things that basically shaped who you are as an adult. And our friend Keith, you know, he went, he's coming with us, and he had seen Dice back when he was in his heyday, yeah. you know, and, and that was the thing. He was like, oh my God. It, and Dice still does the same type of routines. He's out there. It he worked says, then, and it works now. He does. He he actually a lot. And one of the most famous things were his nursery rhymes that he would come right. up, and um, that's how he actually ends the show. He, and you got all the old timers out there that know him, and you know his the way he ends his show most nights is, yeah, good old Mother Goose, remember her, and the whole crowd with him yells, I fucked her, because <laughs> but now back in the time where Dice was up and coming. You didn't say that. No, you no. did. You couldn't. You didn't talk about sex. You didn't talk about any of that. That and, was all closed doors. And honestly, it was that was his that was his thing. 
and the world is a better place when at least you say stuff like that and people would say, yeah, that's not appropriate for this. So like you might see it in concert and, and you get it. Like today, you know, you got uh, Cardi B and Megan Thee Stallion on uh, the Grammys like grinding their vaginas into each other. And everybody's like, well, that's fine. But Dr. Seuss offends me. It's like, well, what kind of world are we living in? Right? Like Dr. Seuss offends me too. Right? <laughs> Dr. Seuss and Pepe Le Pew and, uh, you know, but Mr. Dr. Fucking Potato Head offends you. But then, like, they're having, like, basically, like, a, a mid-core, like, sex uh, lesbian act. And they're like, that's good for TV. I mean, the kids like that, right? Yeah, like, right. But, you know, like you said, Andrew Dice Clay in the 90s was like, oh, my God, this guy's so vulgar. Today, What's in the bowl, bitch? <laughs> today he looks like, you know, almost like a priest. <laughs> that's it. Let's end this. Listen, let, listen let, if I... Let's end it right now. We have to. Andrew Dice Clay, a priest. <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right, let's get these people the socials, JJ. Oh, yeah, that's at Anything Goes PJ Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and our website. Yes. AnythingGoesPJ.com. Oh, yeah, YouTube. Oh, Except, yeah. yeah, we had a little problem yeah, in the studio today. We had today. a snafu, but you'll be able to get the audio and just have our logo staring at you at the face for a good hour. But other than that, we'll get back. I think we should do more of this nostalgia stuff. I like it. Yeah, let's get out of here. All right, peace. This is Anything Goes with Phil Rossi and J.J. Golick.